Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome back to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. Oh, I thought we were maybe going into a little jig. I don't know why. It's not TikTok. You know, I was, should we do a holiday caroling? I wasn't sure where we were going with that, but we know we're here. We're here and we are excited about kind of juicing our interview with Monique Fuentes who is, uh, just to kind of recap, if you didn't listen to the last episode, um, she is an East Bay Realtor, licensed for over 15 years. She's a president of Women's Council of Realtor Delta Network and an author of the Divorce Divorce Dare. Dare. And um, we got to visit with her for a little while today and... And kind of dig deep into her story. She's and got an incredible story. She was, um, you know, with this man. 22 she, years. She was 15 years old when they got together. They were together for 22 years. They were married for 14. Um, one day, driving out to a cabin, a family cabin, she gets a phone call that changed her life. Forever. Forever. And that was... His mistress that he is now marrying. Ma- engaged to. He will, engaged he to, will marry. He's marrying. Has a child with. Mm-hmm. That that's, you know. That she is selling property and, and, for. And, and <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, Monique is, is the realtor for um, representing. I love seller. that she's called the mistress. I know, she's still. called the mistress. And I'm selling the mistress. And the and mistress. I'm selling the mistress's <laughs> home. I think she was doing that just for sure. um, for our listeners' benefit, but uh, that, was, that was entertaining. But talk about a soap opera. I happen to be a fan of telenovelas, so oh, I, hey. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You know what? Because guess what? That's real life. Life doesn't just go through picture perfect. Everyone's happy. Nothing bad happens. Yeah. You know, and you wouldn't wish anything like what Monique went through on anybody, but... The takeaway, my first takeaway, is the resilience and the power that she had in her decision. She was steadfast. She wasn't like, didn't waver. Mm -mm. You know, we have kids. I think I'll just stay. Or denial. Twenty-two years. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. I'm sure that was someone just trying to mess with me. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. so many things that you could do in that situation. She was firm. She acknowledged the self-love that she needed to build. It's And that's tough. It's not there immediately. It's something you have to lean into. 
and really start almost from ground zero to build back up because you feel defeated. That's the after betrayal. There, there are two things that are difficult to put together. It feels a little bit like oil and, and vinegar or something or oil and water, whatever. You know, when you're like, on the one hand, I got cheated on. On the other hand, oh, I want to be this confident person and then love on myself when somebody didn't Ooh. love on me. Aww. You know what I mean? There's just this turmoil, this mm-hmm. dichotomy that you face, and she faced it head on. Wow, she did. She did. I that was. Um, I I was, I was impressed with how she recovered quickly. Like she she put a plan in action. She strategized, and she was very purposeful about burning bridges she said I took my wedding ring and I pawned it to pay for my divorce papers then she said I I did it on Valentine's Day like you know like there were all of these things that she just she put in place to protect herself for a purpose to get her through it and to just close that door. I'm burning this bridge. That's it. I'm going to always remember that I'm doing this on Valentine's Day. I'm not keeping the ring so that I can be sentimental and remember that time and that commitment. I mean, your your wedding ring is a symbol of your commitment to each other. It's a circle because it has no beginning and no end. I know this because Simone just got married. I was just re- reminded of all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, but it's it's that was very symbolic for her. And she she put a purpose to that. I love she that. Did. I think that there's a lot of power in that, you know, that ritual and that um, you know, that that declaration and saying, Nope, that's it. I'm gonna remember this and I'm not going back. I love how she not only took that power, had that resilience, but said, you know, I bet there's other people that could be going through this and I would love to help them on this journey, this struggle, this challenge, because it's easy to feel alone and awful through this and what a blessing that can be when you can share in that and be on this kind because it really is a journey it's not something that oh overnight everything's great you know uh that's a gift that i think came out through the divorce dare and her ebook series and i think the learning that she's demonstrating as she went through the process of how she shared, wow, a three-year process of sharing her story, documenting her story. It was being recorded. I mean, this capturing this moment in time. The interesting thing, as she said, there were 15 chapters is what that was like going from chapter one to 15. Wow. That's a lot of growth. A lot of growth. And I loved how how she said, um, somebody had asked her, oh my gosh, all that wasted time with him. How is that? Does that, do you ever feel like, oh, I just wasted my time with you? And she said, no. She said, because it wouldn't bring me to where I am today. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ha- have the friends that I have. I wouldn't have my future relationship. Like she really has a great perspective on that. And that's that's a beautiful thing to embrace when you're going through a trauma 
it's really hard to say to yourself, there's going to be good that comes out of this and that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be better. How could this get better? This is the worst thing. This is my worst fear. You know, like, like you said, the, the impossible all of a sudden was possible. Yeah. And that, that experience is such a challenging thing to go through because in your mind, it's, you felt untouchable in that, in that area. And suddenly you're taken down to that common denominator of you are not special. You are not different. You're not in a, in a force field that's protected from the elements, right? The elements can get to you just as much as anybody else. And that's, I think, a realization that's very difficult because we like to think that when you see the Cinderella story, it's like, oh, you know, that's, oh, come on doesn't happen right. when you met the right person and all of that. And so that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Ooh, you know, yeah. it's like what? I'm not special and different and all the things. I swear Dang our, it. our relationship was different. I think that and I think that that's how so many people feel. And then all of a sudden the rugs pulled out from underneath you. Literally. I mean, I just have to keep, yeah, I'm just keep, I'm picturing this. She's in the car. She gets a call from the mistress and, oh, there's no reception. I can just hear the punchline and I got to just go ahead and take that and process no, it. Yeah. Can't even ask any yeah. questions. I know. Okay. I know. Thanks. And then her mind's buzzing. Thanks. Okay. Do I For pull an over? Hour. Do I turn around? Do I go forward? What am I going to do? But that hour was great because I was gonna, they gave her that, some yeah. time. Can you Probably imagine? Probably kept her away from a restraining order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got to take a step back, breathe, pray, and be guided through it. And they, they got back to the house and she said, okay, you need to leave. And then she turns to her boys. And her husband had told her boys, you know, love on mom. She's going through some rough time. And they took and, her on a and they And she date. said, will you take me on a date? You know, okay. So there, there are some times when you go through stuff. And there's, there's the beauty in that. You know, the beauty in that moment right there Mm -hmm. when she got, it's a privilege to be able to say through that trauma, will you take me on a date? And they did. That's a beautiful moment. She would not have happened Mm -hmm. had it been for that trauma that she went through. I remember, you know, Jeff losing his mom and us all having a group hug, like we all just bundled in and held each other. And in that moment, there was just this awesomeness of being there for each other. Now, did I not, you know, obviously, you know, I didn't want her to to pass away. And that was a sad thing. But we had that moment. Same thing at the hospital, all hugging and crying and us just being that family and that unity and and it, and it brings you together, you know. I think it was beautiful for her boys to see. I'm, I'm we're men now. We're gonna man up, and we're gonna be there for this for this woman. And we're gonna show compassion and empathy and caring mm-hmm. and, and how to cherish and nurture a woman. I would imagine that that has to 
leave a lasting impression on those boys. Huge, huge because lessons. Because that spiraled that their life changing also. Mm-hmm. They'll remember that moment. I remember when my mom was crying and I remember my dad leaving that day. You know what I mean? And and how would that impact them? It's such a blessing. Really? That is etched forever in in their memory. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big that's a big thing. Even even when at a young age, you know, I still remember big things at a young age. You reach that point where it's imprinted on you. Mm-hmm. I also really appreciate her vulnerability in talking about the process of healing and the trauma triggers that you go through. Ooh, That's real. Yeah. And how she's how she's now she knows this about herself. So she communicates it to her boyfriend, right? And and she has a plan in action. She says, "Okay, I'm not going to talk about it when I'm drinking." Because that's not going to be a good thing. It's good that she has self-control. She's like, I'm going to do it in a time where it could be more productive. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's great in relationships to put those plans in, you know, in action. Um, Wes and I have our, we have two things that, that kind of backs that up. And one of them is our our core, um, you know, our relationship review that we do. And then we have our, our couple's core values, right? We have our, our couple's code that we, that we live by or we try to navigate to and we course correct to. And she said that her trigger was trust. She knows that it's trust. That scar is still there. She feels it. And when there's trust issues and it surrounds you know him having relationships with other women because you know here her husband was having relationships with other women she didn't know to what extent and so when that blindsides you you don't want to be blindsided again if you've ever been in a car and you were sitting in a stoplight and you were rear-ended every time a car comes up behind you you anticipate are they going to stop are they going to stop are they going to stop Jeff was hit by a truck once and he would have anxiety. He would hold on tight to the steering wheel because that's how it happened. That day he saw, you know, in his rear rear, rear, all of a sudden it bashed into him. You anticipate that hit. So in this relationship, when, you know, her boyfriend is talking about some woman who's just a friend, oh, that's that's that trigger again. For for Wes and I, we have a code. If you have had a romantic relationship with somebody, whether that's you dated or whatever, you know, fiance or whatever, it's, you know, we have boundaries and we've decided what works for us. And that is you cannot pursue that relationship. We, um, if they wish a happy birthday, thank you very much. You don't pursue the relationship, you, you know, cordial to them, answer them back. I'm fine with that. He's fine with that. But that's not somebody that you contact and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. How you been? You just don't go there. And so having those, you know, knowing that that could be a trauma trigger and communicating that and having a plan ahead of time, I think can keep you from going into that, you know, getting into that. And that's growth. 
right? When you can recognize those triggers, understand behaviors and actions you need to take to control yourself and not repeat the same mistakes. And she talked about that, taking time for yourself, understanding what you need, what you want, who you are, so you don't repeat being with the same kind of person that you just tried to get out of a relationship with. And here, you know, comes version 2.0. Oh, that's uh, wearing a different jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've seen this story before. Right. Well, and, and she talked about that that goes back to taking time after trauma for self-reflection, mm-hmm. right? She did that in the way of, of taking um, the DISC test. Mm-hmm. We know who I am. And not only that, but then relating to other difficult what people. Is compatibility also mm-hmm. is, compatibility. is recognizing that. I know that I'm this and I see in you the characteristics that represent this other, these other traits. How do those things play together? How is that going to manifest as we dis- decide whether this relationship is something that is worth pursuing? You become more aware. Right. Right. So not only are you working on yourself, you're reflecting on yourself, you're, 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 you know, being able to navigate other relationships, learning from that so that you can communicate your needs and who you are. When you know who you are, you can share who you are so they can help you be your best you. This is interesting. I just had this epiphany right now. Tell me, Des. Okay. I see the light bulb. It just popped, right? If mm-hmm. we, if people saw, there would be a light bulb right here. So we went through our confidence series recently, four-part episode where we just really, really dug into all the layers of confidence. I think that traumatic experiences like this actually are a a large part of confidence building because you have to become more resilient, go deeper into who you are, become okay and accepting of that growth. And it makes you show up differently in all relationships, whether they're friendships, intimate ones, maybe even how you interact with family members and things like that. I think that you grow in areas where you may have been a little bit weaker or weak-willed because it's a journey. And sometimes when you're tested and you're on the ground and you have to pick yourself up and wipe yourself off and then see a scar and a scrape and a bruise and heal from that and be reminded of, hold on, I'm not going to be that person that gets stepped on. This scar is a reminder of that. I'm going to show up differently. So when this situation or like situation shows up again, and I'm going to treat it differently. And so I think that influences your confidence. I know that's probably not the the best way, you know, for for people to to feel that getting built, but I do think it's a byproduct. It's true. It's true. Well, and and just like a practical thing that she was talking about how like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I learned how to use a power tool and, you know, because you're put in a position to where, you know, you have to do these things. And so it does make you stronger and you come out on the other side stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about, um, you know, 
as far as, you know, her advice with confidence, and you were talking about confidence, she said, having an exercise challenge and um, knowing your passions, learning how to love yourself, learning who you are so you know how to heal. All of that builds your confidence. And I think, you know, going through this, it just, it does. It does. You think, this is never going to happen to me. You look at the other people going, oh, poor Susie. Oh, my goodness. That's so sad that that happened to her. Oh, I don't know what I would do. And then it happens to you. And you go, oh, my gosh. I can, I, I can actually do this. And I can actually be a badass. And I can sell the houses and write the books and bring home the bacon and, you know, fry it up in the pan and look oh, good yeah. while I'm doing it. Line dancing and all, all and the things. That. That's right. She is a badass oh line my gosh. dancer. She I is tell you so what. Good at, we went. <laughs> she blows my mind. We had a tiny little break in in COVID, and we drove up to an open county when mm-hmm. Des and I went away for for a, a retreat that we did, and we met Monique up there, and we went line dancing. I am sorry. That is full on choreographed Holy stuff. Holy smokes! That is not you, easy you to gotta do. You got to go to the co- all, the class what? first before you do all of that. I'm like, when I go out, I don't want to have to have a class first. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get out there, unless you want to be a freestyler, which probably wouldn't be welcomed when everybody not, is not unison in, in yeah, unison that would on be the me floor. Into everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother level of talent that she has. But you know, she does. She does radiate that joy. She her, does. Her positivity. And she her smiles energy, all the time, and her laugh is contagious. She's such a remarkable person, and I, I'm just so excited. I mean, look at all the things that she's done. President of the Women's Council, you know, super successful in her real estate business. She's such a fun, cool mom. I tell you what. Oh, super <laughs> when, supportive. Every she time was, I see her we Instagram, started, I know. Like, she's oh the coolest gosh, mom. I know, she's so fun. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> she was telling us she was just beaming with joy because her son had gotten um, the lead in... Puss, puss and boots. boots. He's puss. And she's mm-hmm. puss. Like he got it, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's so supportive of yeah. their dreams yeah. and encouraging mm-hmm. to yep. them. She's like, "You got this. You can do this. Go blah 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 blah. This is how you do the interview, and this is how you do that." And she's there for them. You know, if you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, "I am going through divorce right now, and I can't even imagine laughing because this is so painful." And, and I'm at that place where I'm watching Eat, Pray, Love, and I'm eating the Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. There is a light on the other side. There really and is. And that can be you. As special as Monique is, mm-hmm. there's nothing special about her. Anybody could do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're all wonderfully made and all capable of making those choices to steer you in the right direction and... If you if you haven't gotten her book, oh my gosh, we'll we'll put all the information on the show notes so that you can you know you can do that and you can connect in her in her group on Facebook. Yeah, that is such a great community. All the people that are in there, and I love that it's the gamut. Everybody who has gone through divorce, maybe a, a breakup after a long relationship and is going through, whether it's being single, dating, 
taking time to themselves or getting in a new relationship or even getting remarried, there is a community of people that you can connect with and reach out to on different parts of your own journey. And there's just something about knowing that you're not the only one. Ugh, big time. You're not the only one going through it. You you can, you know, when when you know that other people have done it and come on the other side just glowing or are doing it and they're getting through it, there's just so much strength in that. Absolutely. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, we took away so much from that episode, that interview. We did. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network, and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. So, you know, we learned a lot from it. We're, we're glad that she came to do the interview. And I guess we're now at that time. It's the time. For gratitude, attitude. I am so thankful that Thanksgiving is going to be quiet this year. I'm actually thankful for that. I'm I'm embracing. Uh, normally, I get to see my family, and I'm not going to get to see my family because of the situation with. You know, or the, 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 have, you, have you heard that there's like a pandemic? I'm what? Like not supposed to. Yeah. Are you? There's that thing. Where did you hear? I, okay. I need to catch up. Apparently it's happening. Okay. So typically that's when I get to see my cousin Kevin. Oh, I love who's him. Who's freaking awesome. He's freaking we'll amazing. We'll a cigar together. We'll hang out. Mm. And yeah, my sister's got this fabulous house and we can hang out there and have, and we play Bunko. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You told me so that. So it's going to be quiet. And, you know, it's looking different because my girls are now they have their families. Poor Simone. She's got um, he's like, OK, well, he's got his dad's house to go to his mom's house to go to and Kimmy and Scott's house to go to three houses on Thanksgiving. So everybody's just kind of. And Monique wants to have her own mm. thing because, you know, she's, she's a wife married. now. So she invited everybody over there. But Kimmy's like, I have the babies, you know. <laughs> so so it's all going to be just a little different. And I'm embracing 
am thankful that, you know, I have my health and even though everybody is everywhere and we're not all together, you know, I'm still thankful for that and um, and, and just, I'm just embracing that looking different and celebrating that different, purposing in my heart. That's really cool. I like that a lot. So I guess by the time they, I don't know, when this when this one comes out, then Thanksgiving will probably already happen, huh? Yeah. I think Thanksgiving is going to be a little different for everyone. Yeah. The holidays in general, holidays. you know, a little, little bit of a different vibe. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for some upcoming time off. So you deserve it. Uh, the days are blurred. I often don't know what day it is, not what time it is. My calendar dictates where I am, which Zoom call, you know, this is number 12 of 15 or something each day. So, you know, when you're in the home stretch of something and you know you're going to have late nights, early mornings, weird sleep schedules, it's all good. There's something that's funny. I was telling Jean Marie that there's, there is something about the pressure that oddly is invigorating, which sounds probably like a crazy person. <laughs> but it's like that that feeling like, you know what? I got this. I'm going to do it. It's going to be great. And you just kind of pump yourself up. I don't know. It's, it is a weird process. Pressure but, propels. You know? Yeah. So anyways. Sometimes... You wouldn't move if you didn't have the pressure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's just real so easy you to find get out complacent. What you're made of when yeah, the pressure's it on, is. girl. It is. It's happened so many times in my life, and it's just like, here we go. So, but after having said all of that, having some time to breathe, I think, is nice, right? Because then you could just take a breath and and um, get onto other things and do some self care. And, and, and because you know that you're having some time come up, and that mm-hmm. you're going to have some. Whew, you know, mm-hmm. some time to just breathe. You also can handle the pressure because you know it's going to be, there's a light at the end yeah, of the tunnel. Yeah, it's worth it's it. It's, it's like, good. okay. I got this. This I is why this. we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, there's, yeah, and it's that, I need to do that thing in my mind where I'm like, there's a reward. Yeah. So you need to, you need to earn it, girl. Like, mm-hmm. earn, earn it. Come on, you got this. So I'm grateful for that. What are you grateful for today? Say it out loud. Soak that up. Think about all the things that you have to be grateful for. And um, we want to encourage you to reflect on that. We are grateful for the support of our listeners. We thank you that, that you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. We're thankful when you review and you rate our podcast. Subscribe to us if this is your first time joining us. We appreciate that. And uh, should we do a shout out? We should shout out we because should. it's what we do. Shout out shout, to shout, shout, shout it on out. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah okay, we kind of messed that up. <laughs> got a lot of got a lot of little ditties. We started with some sort of Christmas holiday kind of vibe in the eighties. We're getting womp, womp, yeah, womp. okay. We're getting all over we're the place. We're gonna here. shout out to Rockwood Audio yes. and Ava Media Productions. The men behind the women. That's oh! right. I just said that. That came out loud. 
They're, oh, they're holding man. us up. Are you kidding? Holy moly. Yeah, that's <laughs> Keeping true. us together. They are making sure that we are not falling down. So we are grateful for that. We are grateful for you. Come back again. Tune in next time. And until then, may your faith be greater than your fears. And remember, you are your only limit. So take action today. Thanks for listening to the the Bliss Beyond Beyond Fear podcast. podcast.